this is the Marketing for Learning podcast, the only podcast in the world that's guaranteed to increase your knowledge, skills, and capabilities when it comes to marketing for learning. Plus, there's a gratuitous amount of pineapples. You're welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marketing for Learning podcast. It's Hannah here with you today. I will apologise in advance, I've got a little bit of a cold, uh, so if I sound a bit bunged up, it's because I am. Uh, But the show goes on, and I'm here today to talk to you about a really interesting topic, and it's one that we've alluded to a few times on the podcast, but we've never spoken about directly. And that's the marketing rule of seven. The rule of seven dates back decades and in marketing terms that's like ancient history but it comes from the world of advertising and it comes from the stance of it takes somebody seeing your advertising seven times to actually decide to purchase your product we talk about repetition a lot in learning and development but when it comes to marketing our learning we seem to forget all about it so in this podcast we're going to delve into the rule of seven translate it into the world of L&D and hopefully give you the evidence you need to realise that you need to apply the marketing rule of seven to your L&D function. So let's get stuck in. So unlike many marketing theories, the rule of seven doesn't have a founder or a particular date associated with it. It is an amalgamation of decades worth of research and experiments that prove people need to see your marketing numerous times if they're going to interact. One early reference to something similar to the Rule of Seven was by a guy called Thomas Smith back in 1885. And in his book, he wrote that the second time somebody sees an advert, they'll ignore it. The fifth time, they'll recognise it, and the tenth time, they'll remember it. Over the years, based on numerous studies and numerous pieces of research, the average comes out as around seven. People need to see your marketing seven times before they will purchase from you. So it's not a hard and fast rule. It is not saying if you put out marketing that touches someone seven times, they will go and purchase it. It might take some people three times. It might take other people 15. But on average, the rule is about seven. So what does this mean for modern marketers and, of course, learning and development practitioners? Well, it means that that one email one time is really not going to work. If you didn't believe Ash and I when we've been ranting about this for the how what we've been doing this podcast for now well over a year and we've been saying this time and time again one email one time does not work this proves it your people need consistent and somewhat repetitive communications from you if you actually want to instigate action but that doesn't mean you need to send seven emails you don't need to be annoying with your marketing You don't need to be spamming their inbox until they go, fine, I'll get involved. Instead, we need to utilise all of the tactics available for us. So let's look at a hypothetical example away from the world of learning and then let's apply it to our learning function. 
Okay, we all know I love an Apple example. Um, I promise I don't talk about Apple this much in my normal life. But I'm going to create a hypothetical example of the rule of seven using the iPhone as our product that we're trying to sell. So first things first, Apple are going to release a nice snazzy advertisement. They're going to make sure it's sleek, it's really exclusive looking, it has that typical Apple style to it. They are going to put that advert out there. Let's assume it's a billboard advert. That is touch point number one. Then for touch point number two, this is Apple and we've got big budgets and we want to make a song and dance about our new iPhone. So we're going to host a launch event for this new iPhone and we're going to demonstrate all these wonderful new features that come with the new model. Even though they're probably exactly the same as the last model, but that's a debate, not for this podcast. I want to make sure as many people can get involved with my touch point number two. So I'm not just going to host the event. I'm also going to stream it on the internet so people around the world can get involved. Touch point number three. I think our audience might need a little bit of human interaction and a bit more persuasion. So I'm going to get influencers involved. I'm going to get people to unbox their iPhones on YouTube because People do that as influencers. Maybe I'll get somebody really influential to my target audience to have the latest iPhone and say how great the latest iPhone is. That will drum up some interest. So that's going to be my touch point number three. Touch point number four is going to utilise our avid loyal fans. There are people out there that will just go buy a new iPhone because the new iPhone exists. So I'll make sure that they are getting... Um, maybe remarketing adverts, maybe a personalised email, maybe a, a text onto their phone, something like that, something really direct and personal to them um, to get them to go get new phones and then tell their friends, look how great, I've got this new iPhone, it's amazing. So that's my fourth touch point. My fifth touch point is going to be for those that need like a little bit more persuading, I'm going to send out some offers. So that's going to be a tactic in itself, just giving discounts or upgrade offers to try to instigate people to get the new iPhone. My sixth touch point is going to be that physical interaction. So when somebody walks past or perhaps goes in to an Apple store, I want to make sure that the iPhone is front and center, that the staff in the store are impeccably trained about the product and they talk about it in the right way and we create a buzz and an atmosphere within the store. So that's going to be my sixth interaction. And then my last interaction, my seventh touch point, is going to be a TV advert. That when somebody's at home and they're not thinking about an iPhone, I'm going to put it in the front of their mind when they have a bit of time as well. So there's a bit of spare capacity there to search up the latest iPhone, probably on the old version of your iPhone. But again, not a debate for this podcast. You can see there with those seven touch points, they don't necessarily need to be in that order. And actually, we have no influence or control, as Apple in this example, about what order people see these in. But by thinking about the seven touch points, we are making sure that there is a plethora of marketing out there to persuade and influence our target audience. So how can we do this in a learning context? Okay, so let's look at an L&D example. 
let's assume that mass is a hundred times bigger than it is. So we've got 200 employees, we're a big marketing agency, and we want everybody in the organization to be prioritizing their own personal and professional development. So we want to create a learning culture. Our first touch point, look, we work in L&D, our first touch point is probably going to be an email to most of our target audience. We will obviously make sure that email is personalised to our personas, but again, that is another podcast episode. (laughs) So our first touch point is going to be an email so that everybody kind of knows what's going on. Our second touch point is going to be a banner advert on our intranet. So we've got a SharePoint site. We are going to create like a little rectangular banner advert and we're gonna put it on SharePoint so that when people go on to find like our policies and procedures or maybe like find our company org chart and things like that, you know, the kind of things you find on your company internet, they'll see the advert. So we're, we're counting that as our second touch point. Our third touch point, I think, based on the fact we're a marketing agency, I'm gonna utilize influencers. I'm gonna get some people that have developed their career at mass marketing and have utilized our learning platforms to record quick selfie videos. I just want them to grab their phone. I want it to be nice and authentic, saying how great the learning has been and how much of an influence it has had on their career. So that's our third touch point. Our fourth touch point, I know that I've got a very sociable bunch of people within my organization, not everyone, but a good percentage of them. And they like to spend their time having a chinwag over a cup of coffee in the company kitchen. So I'm going to put a poster up in the company kitchen, just reinforcing the messages that they have seen elsewhere. On my fifth touch point, I am going to infiltrate some meetings. I'm going to present to people. I'm going to create something that's fun and energetic. and I'm going to bring all the energy so people want to get involved. So a face-to-face meeting is going to be my fifth touch point when I'm trying to promote and share this message of learning culture and putting yourself first, prioritizing your own personal and professional development. On my sixth touch point, I'm gonna copy Apple. I'm gonna do a nice event. I'm gonna lure people in with, you know, some free pizzas um, and some maybe some swag. Maybe they get a pineapple plushie. That might be an idea. I'm going to lure people in. But then in the session, I'm going to make it really, really clear about why they should get involved with our learning offering. I'm going to answer the what's in it for me so clearly. I don't want people just coming being like, yeah, I got a plushie, bye. I want them to understand why they need to get involved. And I'll probably utilise some of those influencers. So it's not just me as an L&DR talking and almost pushing my own agenda. And then on my seventh touch point, I think I'm gonna create a really nice snazzy video that can be played on the screen that's in our reception. So when everyone comes in or out of the office, they will see our marketing message going round. And that will be another touch point that's bringing our learning campaign and our learning offering front of mind to our target audience. As you can probably gather, I have no influence over most of those tactics based on the time or the situation where somebody will see these tactics. The rule of seven will not go from one to seven so perfectly. 
Obviously, when you're launching something and you're sending out the first message, you can probably assume that is the first message people are going to see. But you can also assume that at least a percentage of your target audience will just delete that email without reading it. So they wouldn't have seen that one. So they might start by seeing, I don't know, can't remember what numbers I did these in, but they might, the first touch point they have with you might be going to your event. So that means you probably want to send some more emails as well. You want to make sure that all the information is circulating. You probably want to make sure that you're not instigating banner blindness within your people as well. So if you've had a banner on your internet for a month, maybe it's time to shake that up. Maybe it's time to change the design or change the copy on it so that we're still grabbing people's attention. But hopefully you can see there with those seven touch points, you're giving people seven different opportunities to move down the awareness funnel and decide to engage with your learning offering. We're giving them the decision on more than one occasion. If you're sending just one email, they have a split second decision to decide whether to read it or not. And then once they've read it, they have a split second decision to decide whether to act on it or not. If you catch them on a bad day, and they're grumpy, and they just delete all of their emails, you have lost all of your potential of getting that person involved with your learning intervention because you've just sent one email one time. That person might be the ideal candidate for your learning intervention. They, It might be right up their street on a day where, I don't know, their boss hadn't upset them. So we need to make sure we're thinking about the repetition in our marketing. And this is why things like taglines are so so important. Your tagline will be in your email. It will then be on your poster. You'll then use it within your event. It will then be in the video and people will start to see this over and over and over again. And you're layering up that knowledge and information and you're giving them the evidence to nudge them down the awareness funnel. We're trying to encourage people to interact with us. And that's what we're doing by implementing the marketing rule of seven to our marketing for learning initiatives. All right, I can already hear some of you saying, oh, but Han, I'm a lone marketer. I'm a lone l and There's only me doing this. How can I possibly do all of those different things? You don't have to do seven different tactics to apply the rule of seven but you kind of have to do more than one. I'm not letting you get away with saying you only have one marketing tactic you can utilise. So maybe four of your seven touch points might be emails that are written differently. You're not sending the same email four times. Have different subject lines, maybe different call to actions. Position differently for your different personas and spread out across... I've got four emails I've probably spread that across at least two months maybe three months so that there's a nice gap between each email so it doesn't feel like we're being spammy and bombarding people then maybe I'll do a slack message or a teams message I didn't mention that in my first example that could well be a tactic for you guys to implement as well and a touch point just to everybody in my target audience saying hey guys this is available really think you should get involved Answer the what's in it for me. Don't write it like that. Instigate emotion. Make them want to get involved with what you're offering. And then maybe I will do 
a couple of posters in different places. Maybe I've got one style of poster in the kitchen and another one on the back of the toilet door. There is no possible way, even if you adamantly tell me that you only can use email, you can still get your seven touch points in without being spammy. Make sure you're spacing out your your communications. Make sure you're spacing out your marketing so that you'll stay in front of mind, but you're not sending free emails in one day because that's just going to annoy people, isn't it? So I hope this podcast has helped you realise why repetition is really important in marketing. Remember what our mate Thomas Smith said back in 1885, the second time they see it, they will ignore it. The fifth time, they'll recognise it. The tenth time, they'll remember it. And we want people to remember our marketing so that they can go and take action based upon it. So make sure you're not just sending one email one time. Make sure you're not deliberately pigeonholing yourself into just using one marketing tactic. Make sure you're pushing boundaries, you're being creative, you're finding new ways to engage with your audience. If we want to finally overcome our engagement problems, we can't keep doing the same thing. Isn't that the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? Implement the rule of seven. Like I said, it's not a linear rule. It's not somebody sees one and then they see two, then they see three. It doesn't work like that. But if you're covering at least seven different potential touch points, you're going to be much more likely to get people to take the action you want them to. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found this podcast useful. As always, if you have any questions, anything you want to discuss, anything you need me to clarify, please do get in touch. I love talking to you and I love talking about marketing for learning. So I'm always open ears and ready to have a chat with you all. And if you haven't got any questions, well, I guess I'll see you on the next podcast, guys. Bye. Bye.